Designed storytelling has become an extremely important element for brands and startups. And they have become an important element across the business journey of these companies. To talk about the importance of good design, I speak to Harnish Shah on this episode of The Disrupt Show. He's the founder of Three Minds Digital. He talks about his journey and why good design is important for businesses and business growth. Hi, I'm Harshit Bai and you're listening to The Disrupt Show. Welcome everyone to The Disrupt Show. This episode, we have an extremely special and a well-renowned guest. Today, we have Hanish Shah on the show with us. He's the founder and CEO of Three Minds Digital, which is a global creative and digital consultancy firm. And he's also the founder of Design Pitch Deck, which is a company that is dedicated to helping startups design some kick-ass presentations. Now, his company has designed presentations that have helped raise leads, increase sales, and has secured funding for over of over $20 million for companies all around the world. And that is not all. Now, if I just if I just list down the awards he has won, you would be baffled. He's listed in Impact Top 30 Under 30, regarded as one of your story's 100 Emerging Voices. He has won the AFAX Excellence Award, 2022 Kairos Creative Awards, Fox Glove Awards, Adobe Design Achievement Award, AFAX Digital, Digi's Digital Award, Agency Con India Agency Award. And this is, I mean, the, the list goes on. So welcome, welcome to the show, uh, the disruption show, Harnish. It is a pleasure having you over here. Well, thanks a lot for the wonderful introduction, Harshit. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So let's just start off with you telling us what it is that you do and how did you stumble into this profession of design? Uh, well, Harshit, so I think you've already given a pretty interesting introduction about myself. So like I said, I am the founder of Three Minds Digital, which is a global creative consultancy and design pitch deck, which was my second venture, started maybe about a couple of years after Three Minds. So I'll, I'll keep referring to Three Minds Digital as 3MD, you know, you're mm-hmm. in, just to make it quicker. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, you know, bought out with the logic of helping startups scale up through investor pitches, business plans, financial projections. And how I stumbled into this profession is a pretty interesting story in itself. So I come from a core creative background, having done my bachelor's in design from Symbiosis, specializing in fashion communication, uh, surprisingly. Oh. And, uh, but uh, visual and UI was something that always intrigued me. And in fact, fashion communication, because my family roots lie in textiles. Mm-hmm. And the idea of doing fashion communication was to know a little bit more about fashion and how I could help market the textile business of mm-hmm. my uh, family. And uh, yes, but I think, you know, God probably had some other plans in store for me because, uh, you know, if, you know, anyone you know who's here from a design college, you would know that the amount of flexibility and freedom you have when you are in a design college is quite, uh, quite uh, clear. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of possibilities for you to try something else. And that's how visual and UI was something that intrigued me a lot. And fast forward four years after graduating from uh, Symbiosis, I backed the college placement at Deloitte Digital as a visual designer. And I worked there for a year or so and then jumped into the entrepreneurial journey with 3MD. And uh, how 3MD happened was also in, you know, in, in a very unexpected way. 
it in fact began with a phone call from a UK number when I was holidaying holidaying in Manali in 2014. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, it's a typical case of how one phone call can change your life. And it was from Mr. Sanjay, who would become my future investor and mentor. He found me on LinkedIn and got got in touch with me for freelance work, and that started my freelance journey with him and some of his other companies where he was an investor. And one fine January evening, he was in Mumbai, and we met for the very first time and got talking. And coming from a family business, I always aspired to be an entrepreneur. If mm-hmm. not now, maybe in the future. And Sanjay was looking to invest in a digital agency, and that's how 3MD was born. So we started in August of 2016 with no clients, no contacts, no sales, no networking, uh, without any clear vision. In fact, I was serving my notice period when 3MD started officially. And yeah, I think you know after that, I can definitely look back and say that God has been kind. Wow, that's that's really a wonderful story of how you ended up in fashion design, fashion communications, and then started your own design agency. Now you are a very young entrepreneur, and seventy five percent of your team. I was just looking at your recent LinkedIn post, and you say seventy five percent of your team comes within the youth bracket. But when I look at your clients, there are some really big names. You have Geo, you have Sun Pharma, you have Mumbai City Football Club, your Delhi Capitals. So how did you and your young team? Managed to serve with such big clients so early in the game, and how was your experience like? So, Harsha, I think that's a very interesting question, and I would like to quote the Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu here: uh, "The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step." So, like I said, when we started, we had no clients, no work to show. So, what did we do? We just pulled together all of our freelance work, and that became the first portfolio of Three Minds. So uh, you know, since my college days, since I was in the university, I've always been doing a lot of freelance work. Uh, you know, so I worked with Subway for a small stint, and I worked with a couple of other design agencies as well as as an illustrator, as a UI designer. So literally, that was the first corporate deck of Three Minds Digital that we put together. And I would you know kind of uh, definitely say that fake it until you make it was at its full operation over here. Wow. and getting enter- enterprises on board was of course the most challenging aspect but harshit i would like to definitely show over here is it it all comes down to your mindset from mm-hmm. day one um, i was sure that i was not going to be happy working with just startups or uh, and again you know when i say that i don't mean that we don't work with startups uh, we work with a lot of startups as well but i always had my sights on working some of india's top companies and i think it's also because uh, you know the as a designer the joy of working with brands that you interact with on a daily basis is unparalleled so uh, since a start we focused heavily on our website's seo that helped us generate some initial leads mm-hmm. uh, and even when we got some leads we we worked on them at extreme losses or with probably zero profitability just to get our foot into the door uh, a lot of it also came from talking to colleagues through networking just asking around you know, what are they doing uh, in fact the first individual who joined 3md as well was a random phone call so uh, i would just say that a lot of things that how 3md happened just happened uh, you know uh, because probably god had carved the way and uh, i think once one or two clients came into the picture for us we focused on adding value to their business with utmost integrity transparency and honesty which made the clients like our team and refer us without even being asked mm-hmm. 
Mm. Now, of course, now this does not mean that things are always hunky dory. We made a lot of mistakes, and when when I say a lot, I truly mean it. And we learned from them, and we ensured that we did not make those same mistakes again. And again, you know, with a young team, we always need to give them the leeway and atmosphere to make mistakes and not be afraid to make decisions. Uh, and I've genuinely lost a count on the number of times clients have told us that 3MD has changed the way they perceive agencies because. Uh, you know, if I if I just add a bit of Hindi, a lot of clients when we spoke to, वो लोग बोलते हैं हमको दर्द हुआ है, you know, while working with other agencies, you know, yeah. because of timelines not being met, because of work not being up to the uh, up to the mark, and I think hearing this just you know kind of just gave our team a added boost. And as a founder, it was of course my dream to work with uh, all these renowned names. It so it helps in two ways. That right? having these big names on board, it helps attract talent, of course. because uh, new people whom we are always hiring they, they like to work with companies who have worked with these bigger names and of course they also bring in the revenue yeah. so i can proudly say that we have probably done well for ourselves having worked with uh, brands like xiaomi tata cnbc reliance sun pharma united nations raymond itc bajaj hangama z to name a few and uh, yeah i think it's it's been a wonderful experience working with all these clients and uh, i think once we started working with a few of them the floodgates opened and here we are wow now now this particular answer of yours has given me three three um, you know offshoots to ask you questions about so one is regarding your business one is regarding life in general and the other is something that mm-hmm. i truly believe in which you said that is value add so i'll just start with the first one so uh, i have i have interviewed a couple of founders and most of them have that one tipping point right which which completely changes the way um they work i mean it, it depends on when they hire um a, a particular team or when they land a particular client so in your business journey when was that tipping point for you which completely changed the way you operate so frankly harshit maybe this would not be an answer that you would usually get mm-hmm. but there has been not one tipping point i can think of that changed okay. uh, you know we started with four verticals as services six years back and we have stuck to those four verticals mm-hmm. of course we've grown in into each of these but we have not tried to put our hands into things that we are not good at for example as a designer i come with my own skill set and think that i am confident about while selling as well so i've not tried to really get into a lot of things that we are not good at or maybe we are ourselves not confident about of course there have been multiple tipping points but each tipping point has brought in a change and it has helped us evolve so for example uh, one of our biggest clients that we bagged this is about um, two years into the business we bagged a pretty big retainer and i remember myself sitting across the table with the founder of this company who has about 1000 employees in his company and me and my colleagues sitting in front of him and he's just doing some calculation on the board that okay you know a plus b plus c plus d is equal to xyz Uh, lakh per month, and me and my colleague were just flabbergasted. We did not know what to say, and that's when we realized the scale that we were dealing with. So that became our one of our biggest clients that we bagged, and it was at such a level that they were contributing close to about fifty to fifty-five percent of our entire company's revenue. Wow! And when COVID COVID hit, they suddenly pulled the plug. Okay. So and that was kind of putting a mirror in front of us. that uh, okay you know if you can imagine being in a situation where you know covid has just begun the lockdown has been, there's a lot of uncertainty uh, and our biggest client pulling the plug 
and that kind of got us into you know what me thinking that uh, i think maybe this is something which I, there's a great deal to learn with because we rely, relied on one client for so much of our revenue and that's how we then started focusing on multiple revenue streams of multiple clients rather than focusing on just one or two or three big accounts so like i said i think tipping points i would you know i can probably think of 20 different tipping points but another one i can also major one that i could think of would also be um, two of my co-founders stepping out we started as three co-founders and right now today i am the only one in the business and each of us you know brought something onto the table and while both of them moved out for certain reasons being the only one in the business it just gave me another mirror in front of me as well that okay now i am alone uh where do i take 3md from here and yes again there's been no looking back out after that well that's a very refreshing take and i really like how your first uh answer was a tipping point that was actually disadvantageous to you and how you learned from it so that was extremely refreshing so thanks for sharing that my second um question is really about what i believe and you resonated it really well and that is about adding value to each client so so how do you and your firm add value differently to these big enterprises why do they keep coming back to you and why do they refer you um to other people so harshit uh, i think being extremely transparent and clear has is something that has worked out wonderfully for us uh, a lot of times when agencies are trying to close a project they will pro- either try to make some false commitments or they'll either not give the complete picture the client because of course you're know, talking about certain gray areas or talking about some negative points that okay this is not included in the scope this is included in the scope gives a bit of a negativity from day one which a lot of times pe- people feel that but as a company we've tried to ensure that we clear out all the gray areas so that these issues do not come out in front and this is what clients appreciate as well and we are transparent about it so that is something that has really helped us uh, get recurring revenue and secondly at the end of the day it's a team that performs and i always say that it flows from the top i mean i have been lucky enough to have some amazing head of departments who have been around in the company for a very very long time and they work in the company as it's their own and uh, that's how the team that performs under them really works for the projects as their own which is why clients feel that warmth that as an agency we are able to bring to the table for them and that's why and, and of course at the end of the day if you do good good work if you give good deliverables if you meet timelines clients are always going to come back to you and at the end of the day they technically become your extended sales team without even asking them to do do anything for you yeah that's quite refreshing my third question is on life in general and then we'll come to your uh, design journey so one thing you said which i found really interesting is you said most of the things that happened in three minds it was it was it happened by chance you know you got a random phone call and things just went on from there and i think a main element of that happening is you showed up every single day uh, to make things happen so uh, so i was i was speaking to um uh, this one person called arun verma he's the he's the person who made me uh, start this podcast who motivated me to start it and he's the founder of abds abds which is a design agency like yours and he said you know what matters it what matters is not making a plan what matters is showing up every day and just doing something towards your goal so so how did you motivate yourself to show up every day and work towards your goal to reach a position where you service such big clients today so harshit uh, it's not been easy uh, of course it's been extremely difficult we've had our ups and downs 
but i think being clear from day one and having no second plan is something that has worked out well for me and i think most of those successful companies out there are the ones who have not had a second plan so you know whenever you think that okay if this is not does not work out then what you know the moment that thought comes to your mind as a entrepreneur is something that you, i would suggest you need to reflect back on it so since 3md started i've been certain that this is what it is for me this is my life and there has been no looking back and that's also one reason why uh, out of the three founders co-founders who started the company i'm the only one standing along with mr sanjay so you know of course i'm grateful to sanjay for being the mentor and investor uh, who's been with me since day one uh, itself so and it's also you know harshit taking a few breaks you know because sometimes life is going to you know throw some big rocks at you but it's how you dodge them right either you fall you will fall that is but you get up and go back you turn up to the office the next day as if nothing has happened so that's what i would you know always recommend because you know the best example and i think the best mirror that anything gave to companies across the world was covid so even when covid struck we were almost clueless and since after that as well adapting to the work from home uh, is something that was uh, that took quite a while for me individually and the team to adjust but we still you know kept going on and on and on and kind of kept motivating and as a founder you of course need to stand tall in front of your team you need to give them the motivation you need to give them the confidence that okay guys you know whatever happens you know we are here for you as a founder i'm standing for you and you know you can come to me you can speak to me transparently if there's anything and that's what i would recommend every founder to keep that sort of a interaction with the team going always well that was quite uh, that was quite insightful now let's talk about design specifically because that's your expertise so i want to ask you a question about the impact that design has now both your companies use design to create really significant impact and like i mentioned in the start of the show as well that design design pitch deck actually helped raise a total of 20 million dollars which is huge uh, so so what is the impact of good design language on a brand and why is it so important so harshit uh, whether we are aware of it or not design surrounds us and it can be found in the tiniest of places and items you know maybe take a look at the book that is next to you or the phone in your hand or a sign that you see on the road or the website you are browsing today all of these things have been carefully and thoughtfully executed by designers so design at the end of the day helps us engage it helps us keep connected to the world and it helps us navigate our way through physical and digital spaces both and of course the times have changed you know if you rewind a few years consumers majorly cared about getting work done uh, you know if we go back 20 30 years and that's why we didn't see brands focus too much on design but today design is way more than just pretty pictures and fancy fonts and it is a years of understanding and experimenting and mastering the mediums and that kind of gives us clarity on what works and what doesn't and today consumers are extremely sensitive to bad design and that's why some apps or campaigns end up doing extremely well while some are not able to create the camp- uh, the impact that they would like now let me give you a simple example of good design so i'm sure you might you would have used the app cred Yep, I yep. personally know so many people who use the app just because how flawless the UX and UI design is. It was literally a breath of fresh air. You know, when I first, uh, you know, used Cred when it was uh, invite only platform, I was blown away with the UX and UI. 
and it, it it became kind of a case study for so many new apps that came in, into the picture so i think that's one great example of how good design can help a brand grow so next time you know if you see that the button placement of your favorite app has changed from left to right you know that that decision was taken by a team of designers probably sitting across the globe after careful consideration and analysis of data so and design of course also helps people take certain decisions and that is why a call to action on a button on a website wants you to click on it which the website wants you to click on is bright colored while another one is grayed out there's a reason why uber and ola make canceling a booking a book cap or two to three step process and not a single step process there's a reason why travel websites try to get you to book paid tickets in advance when you can skip it you know if you you would have seen when whenever you're booking a flight on make my trip uh, it gives you the option to select the seats which, for which you need to pay for but there's a small grayed out button at the bottom that says skip skip to the next step which probably yeah. a big chunk of people you know miss out on so that's how design is you know helping you take a decision and to sum it up sum it up you know design is about problem solving period wow now i i really like how you said design is about problem solving and and i was reading this book called change by design um which which really talks about how design is more than just like you said fonts and uh, you know good pictures and nice pictures and it can actually change the way people work in organizations so because you're an entrepreneur i, I wanted to ask how have you have you ever experimented with the concepts of design that you know to shape the way uh, your team works or to shape the way your organization functions so harshit you no know, me coming from a creative background has played a very big impact of how 3md as a company perceives design so we are always trying to do something new something different something relevant uh, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so a lot of times when we try something new or something different clients do show a bit of resistance but it's about how we convince them and how we show them as if you do something different this is what is the impact that it can create for you um and that's what i mean that convincing is what we as a company always try to do and that's why as a design entrepreneur if i can call myself that i always encourage my team to do something out of the box to do something different to not do the run of the mill stuff that people are used to doing i always encourage my team that okay if you're going for a presentation why don't you take printouts or change and you know put put all these printouts in front of the table on on a conference table of your client rather than doing a typical digital presentation that you do that is how you will be able to get convince the client and you will be able to gauge their attention so at the end of the day again harshit uh, you know design trends happen at a macro level at a global level uh, probably you know also to a certain extent controlled by uh, big giants like apple and i mean I, you know i have lost count of the number of design trends that iOS you know of apple has changed for example even dark themes like right, dark mode it became you know way more common after apple introduced it in iOS 13 or 14 i'm not not sure so i think we're always learning from from these and trying to adapt to the new design trends in our own 3md way that's interesting now now when you said you were a design entrepreneur and i and 
and and i found that extremely fascinating because design i mean you said you come from a creative mindset and we and we see creative people as these chaotic uh, extremely you know uh, they are all extremely impulsive and they come up with these really creative ideas but when you say entrepreneur you have this image of a person who with a tucked in shirt very pragmatic takes decisions right. so so it's it's like an oxymoron so you you told me what from your design world you implemented in your entrepreneurship world which helped what from your entrepreneurship world uh it impacted your design world what what of, about the journey of entrepreneurship did you use to change the way you design things uh, uh you know harshit my inner designer and my inner entrepreneur are constantly at war with yeah. each other even today it's it's difficult because like you said that these two uh you know things are completely different right i won't say opposite but they are different you know like as a as a designer there, there are certain mindset that i work with as a entrepreneur there are certain mindsets i and which i work with i mean let me give you an example as to why they are at war for example when i see a design that has already been approved by a client but personally i'm not happy with the designer in me says okay let's try something more let's try something more please tell this tell, tell the team try a couple of more options while the entrepreneur in me says that okay the it's been approved by the client let's move on to the next project let's save our cost right so this is one one clear example how you know these two traits in me are constantly at war now you know until 3 years ago i myself was the creative head of the company approving work rejecting work doing hands on design and when i say hands on designing designing brand identities myself so many of these names that i just took you know so many of these multinationals that that we spoke about a few minutes back uh, i personally worked on them hands on and in the last 3 years i cannot count the number of times i have personally opened a design software and designed something for a, for a client it's it's negligible now so um until the last 3 years because i was so much involved i had to kind of take a step back and focus on just the creative part but as the team grew as a company grew i had to then take step take a step back from the creative side and focus more on business growth because if i would as a creative individual i could not let that be my primary focus area you know because as a entrepreneur who is responsible for so many people it was important for me to focus on sales marketing and overall business growth and today i am in a situation where i'm not able to look at 10 or 20% of the work done by 3md but it doesn't bother me and i'm not worried about that because i have set the foundation for design so strongly because of my design roots and it has seeped into the thinking of every designer who works at 3md my process of hiring a designer also is something that i have encouraged all my heads to look at i mean i don't care about the college that a person is from or if he is a if he's done a masters in design or done a diploma or has not done or studied design it's about what a person brings onto the table and these processes has you know which have been extremely key in us getting a lot of these big brands on board is something that is i would say i can proudly say has retained within 3md in spite of me stepping out of the creative processes and coming back to the processes i think process is extremely key to everything that we do at 3md it's about giving clients a transparent view of what we went on behind the scenes to arrive at the creative solutions for them which is what my belief was uh, in the initial 2 to 3 years when i was involved in the day to day creative processes and that is something that the team still follows and i would also like to add the fact that 
how my inner designer aids my outer entrepreneur so i am not from a sales background when i started 3md i i did not know anything about sales i am not from a marketing background as well i did not know how to market i did not know how to network i mean i am an introvert i just cannot go to a networking event and start talking to people but when i talk to a client i come across as a problem solver who genuinely understands a problem and suggests a creative solution on the go so when i'm talking to a new client or i'm doing a new pitch i like to look look at myself as a doctor you know when a client is coming to me as a designer or as a doctor i i'm going to first ask you questions i'm not going to direct start uh, diagnosing uh, you right what which is what a sales guy usually does uh, he gets a requirement he starts talking okay about you know about the business about the company about the services that okay can you try this can you try that can you try this etc but when you go to a doctor right he first asks you 10 questions and then he diagnoses you and then gives you a solution so that's how i give solutions to my clients and that's where i'm so glad that my inner designer helps my entrepreneur you know exceed and that's been one reason why i've been able to talk to you know or sit across the table of some of the biggest companies in india and have a good heart to heart discussion so yes i still sometimes the inner designer in me you know who had the time to sit and create something new and come up with creative solutions which sometimes also takes me to the floor of our design studio just look at all the amazing work that the team is churning out on a daily basis but i reserve my comments and i i am not vocal about it until it it absolutely bothers me okay um one thing that i wanted to ask you and you just mentioned this a couple of minutes back is um how design as an industry keeps changing so i feel it's this is extremely challenging because the trends are constantly in a flux so how do you keep up with the ever changing trends and how do you continue staying relevant in this extremely dynamic industry so harshit we as a design agency try our best not only to keep up with the trends but also to ensure we create new designs that later become trends we believe in creating new designs for uh, our clients and guide them on the trends that they should or they should not follow now of course we have aspiring designers in the industry many of whom are amazingly talented they understand concepts visualize things in a particular way and come up with out of the box ideas and our entire work thrives on new ideas and updated knowledge is what helps us grow in the industry and at the end of the day we have to keep up with the new trends that are you know going on right and it's important to be relevant and be seen so we also need to be high on our knowledge game and that because there is so much competition out there so we also have a lot of learning programs that we integrate within the company for designers to be up to date with these trends and i think that's what 3md has been focusing on heavily so we try to be noticed through our work and that that's what has kept us growing on the ladder of success now of course there have been multiple design trends like i gave you the example of uh, dark mode that was you know that became extremely common with i think the ios 13 update and that's why today you all, so many apps have the option between the dark mode and the light mode then at a given time there was a flat design that gained a lot of traction in 2012 you know with google's material design as well which provided a simple clean uncluttered visual so the apps made around that time did follow that design trend then there's bold typography then there's the gradients which made a comeback a uh, few years back which is what we try to integrate in our trends as well so to sum it up as a creative agency adapting around the ongoing design trends is the way to go rather than just copying them blindly just because others are doing it that's interesting now i have just one last question for you hanish 
if you had to give one tip to a person who either wants to en- enter the design industry or wants to start his own design firm what tips would you give them so harshit i think there cannot be one tip because you know the last 6 years have been a culmination of some crazy amount of learning that no mba college can teach uh, every day that i step into my design studio floor it's a new learning so i can i would rather like to summarize my learnings in few simple steps or you know a few four to five simple pointers right and so the first tip would be you know to choose your partners and co-founders wisely it's best to leave friendship aside while getting into the entrepreneurial journey and focusing on someone who has contrasting strengths as you because running a company is doing 100 things together and if you have someone with contrasting skill set it can make your life much more easy number 2 would be focusing on a company culture i think this is one of the most important elements because since day 1 we have set up a particular culture within the organization which has worked well for us and which has been consistent since day 1 so even before covid when we worked from office we've not a con- we've not cut a single rupee from our team salary for not coming on time or not staying for stipulated hours etc and it's it's always been more outcome focused and time focused that was my thinking now I'm not, I'm not saying it's right or wrong but have a particular company culture mindset that is uh, that is common across you know all the years of the business and you can of course adapt number 3 would be hr i think i can't stress enough on hr if i had a post the other day on linkedin itself is because how human resources is one of the most important cogs in the wheels of a company uh, i did not hire a hr for the longest period of, periods of time so if i had to go back Uh, a few years uh, i think hiring an hr earlier in my in my design journey would be something that i would do and finally i think the last thing would be you know focusing on building long term partnerships i think it's the worst thing that a company or an agency can do is to look at clients as a money making machine and uh, not focusing on their business growth individually so i think mean, giving them personalized attention taking a project at a loss if you think it can give you entry into a new category be honest be transparent with them transfer what you are good at what you are not good at and you know that will help you really grow and create a indirect sales army for you so yeah i think here are some some of my primary learnings that i can think about well wow, thanks thanks a lot harnish for that this was i think one of the most insightful conversations i've had and you have given me a crash course if i may say so into the world of design so thank you very much harnish for coming on to the show i really really enjoyed speaking to you likewise harshit i think it was an honor being on the show and thank you so much for inviting me hi guys if you like what you heard and want to hear more such stories then do subscribe to the disrupt show where i speak to young media professionals about the disruptions they're creating in the industry